0: Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Long. You know me, Daddy T. Okay, I know we are in disarray, but this intro is an updated new intro. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, just in case, because I feel like we have a lot of changes coming. I'm recording this February 28th. Okay, that is 2023. So anyways, I'm telling you this because you may have noticed that we had some hiatus a lot longer than I expected. That's because So much love and respect to the network, but um, for reasons that I don't even really know, um, the network is shuttering their podcast. Um, And I say this because it all happened when I was in Taiwan. So, of course, we will get more clarity, but totally understand. Look, I've loved having them as a home, um, but because of the way that I was away and blah, 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 that's why there was a blip, okay? But we have... um, At least two more episodes in the bank so the next two weeks check it out we will be here um hopefully by then i'll figure out if i want to keep the podcast going or what's going to happen of course i'd love to hear from you if you want to keep hearing from comedians confessing um if you you know feel like it's a nice time to move on that's also fine i also still would love to hear from you whatever let me know you know because we'll see what happens um but all that being said um definitely want to let you guys know in terms of like streamlining contact, um, we'll no longer be using the tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com. Have not really been using it for some time, I check it, but nobody's really been using that to communicate, but I just want to officially say we're going to be shuttering that, okay? So that email address will no longer be um, available um, to contact me at or should someone reply to you, it's definitely not me, okay? And you can always follow me at Teresa Lee Bot on Instagram and TikTok. Okay, and then um, real quick, okay, before we get into this episode, I do have an LA show coming up. Would love to see some of the LA confidants there. Birdhouse on March 10th at Rockbird in Glendale. Um, this is a show that I'm very excited about. I am one of the producers. We are put, putting this show on. It's like a sidewalk barbecue comedy show. Think about think about it like, um, you know, it's like a little sidewalk block party vibes. Okay, it's real fun, it's real scrappy. Exactly what I have been wanting to host for some time now, so I'm very excited. Um, the March 10th show will have Megan Gailey, Rob Hayes, um, I'm a totally blanking on who else. Oh, and Adam Gonover and a, some more comedians, which I'm not going to waste your time by trying to remember the entire lineup now but you can see that and more at com slash shows or we have a link tree okay the link tree is birdhouse show yep as in birdhouse like the house and the bird um but in the meantime i will be hosting this podcast on anchor fm shout out to anchor until we find a new home or until we figure out how we're gonna you know go out in a blaze um that's all but we've got two more episodes after this week that are really, really wonderful. I can't wait to share them with you. So I hope you do tune in and I hope you do go out with a bang. Uh, and if you have enjoyed the podcast or if you wanna say hi, let me know, okay? Just give me a little shout, all right? Um, you can follow this podcast at Real Father Long Legs and we'll figure out what we're gonna do with that account. But I'm gonna keep using that account if we do a new podcast or a new project. So definitely stay tuned there. All right, enjoy this episode with Kristen Laffey who my, was my movie girlfriend in the movie Pasadena. If you haven't seen it, definitely encourage you to check it out. It's available on on demand, I believe, on uh, NoBudge.com. I think it's free, okay? And I think if you do, I don't know if you have to pay for NoBudge, but it, there's like a paid version. If you do, I believe that goes to the filmmakers, so woo-hoo. right, enjoy this episode with Kristen Laffey. You can tell her, you can tell her anything.
1: She's a real good listener.
0: You can tell her anything. Um, no, I'm. I think all sides are good in that like they're just different Like people can probably be like I see which one you like yeah but it's like you know you get used to seeing one
1: I was just on a shoot and the photographer kept telling our lead talent that their other side was better and (gasps) to keep moving and then they were so self-conscious about it and they aren't really talent they're like a Harvard professor and now Ah. they're like oh now I know about my sides and like they were very self-conscious about it anyway
0: um well we've already started but I'm gonna do the intro anyways go for it what's up It's your girl, Father Long Legs, you know me, Daddy T, this is You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where I have comedians, artists, filmmakers, cool people, come on and tell me something they want to get off their chest. Um, Today I have a very special guest, we played in a movie called Pasadena together, she played the lead role, Hannah, such a fun movie, you guys should watch it on notebudge.com if you haven't, and also produced a short that went to Tribeca and just shot a feature for it, Mm -hmm. Can can I say the name of it? Yeah. Pony Boy. Yes, very cool. Check uh, out the
1: short, it's on Showtime, and you can check out the feature whenever we finish ah,
0: it. Ah, Kristen Laffy, what's up? Hey, how's it going? It's good. I have to mention the Christmas music, because I'm, just in case people, I don't think people, it d- doesn't pick up on here, I don't think, but um, in case it does. Is this going to come out in January or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't blow up my spot, Kristen. Oh. No, it's okay. We've we are d- filming we no, this we live. Do, we, no, we know people know we record. It. I, I very, I'm very open. I'm always like, um, I'm just gonna be off this week because I don't feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm
1: great. I was just in New Jersey for two months, so I'm very mm-hmm. happy to be back in Los Angeles. You're filming. I was. I was. Uh, Huge. Yeah, shooting the feature, so that was great. It was my first big one, and um, feels a lot like the How small w- ones, honestly, mm-hmm. just with more people. That, that
0: means that you're, like, that means that you've, uh, or it's, like, that's something you say, it was people, like, you know, when they say it's, like, really easy, it's because it's not, but you've got to that point. I feel like that is just a sign that you're good at producing, because it means, like, you know, you're you're, like, leveling up to the place where it just always just feels like you're just doing your thing.
1: Yes, and I was pleasantly surprised about that because I was like I felt kind of like ill-prepared at first but then after it I'm like oh I could do this you know yeah. and I I did and you do you did it, yes. and you do it and that's yes. how it works
0: um how'd you when you guys started making Boy? did you like was that the goal to make a feature
1: yes well I usually feel like with every short it's like this is a proof of concept for the feature and like I've done <laughs> like 40 of them and like um this one is the one that it actually went through with so
0: it was so good it's funny that you say that because i'm like that's what people say you should do for shorts but i'm like that when with i think she likes you um we literally were like we we should do something more with it but we had just originally been like let's do this as a thing to do which was so good by the way oh thank you but it was did end up being like even though there were chances to take it to some other stuff we were like in the standard comic way, like I'm ready for the next
1: thing, yeah. And it plays really so well as like a short, you know what else. I mean? Like, yeah. how do you expand that world? Kind yeah. of, it's like, but I thought that was so
0: good. Yeah, we screened together at the Tribeca, yeah, that's we got to, and we got to know each other and met, meet our twins. Well, I met your twin there, yes. I don't think my twin was there, no, no house cat, she, yeah. But you've met her, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm cool. always very like, I note twins, <laughs> do you do
1: that? Like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, for sure, I especially, I note um.
0: If you're the gay twin, uh-huh. I know a lot of people who are in twin
1: pairs, and I'm friends with the gay twin. There's
0: a lot of like, also, mo- are, do you know a lot of like one straight, one gay twins? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, yeah. I know uh, a lot of like both gay twins too, which really? is interesting.
1: I don't. Yeah. I'm and just I- thinking of Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Among w- mon- um, one of my many confessions is that I have twin friends that I still to this day cannot tell apart. Really? That okay. High School. Wow. Do they know? No, they can't? have no idea. I've been on <laughs> many vacations with them i gonna be in a bridal party with them i was just in one last year
0: how you get away with that just stay friends with both of them and then yeah you just never, never call to. them
1: by name yeah yeah my sister
0: can tell them apart perfectly
1: and she's a little bit closer with them but like i can't for the life of me tell them apart
0: that's so funny we had friends like that growing up that would just call it like my chinese name is tai tai or like nickname and my sister's with Zhen, Zen, and our friend joyce would just call us Zhen Zen tai tai uh-huh. like she literally like like she was younger than us, so she would like, tattle tell and be like, That Zen Zen Tai Tai is not letting us play. Like, That Zen Tai. <laughs> and they'd be like, Which one? That one. Like, she's like I don't know. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, do y- Yeah, now I'm wondering, you, know, you have me questioning if my friends can tell us apart. And you know what? It might be like sometimes they can, sometimes they can't.
1: Well, yeah, now you have different hair. Yeah. And you kind of have a kind of different style. Sometimes I think we you look do very look different. Well. Well, okay.
0: But we could, yeah, I could see how, like, if you saw one of us and you didn't know the other and you really like we didn't correct you you could think yeah we were i don't know me
1: and my twin are identical but we look completely different
0: Mm -hmm. i mean one of us looks straight and one of us looks (laughs) the gayest but do you guys have like the same voice the same height like same mannerisms she's
1: taller than me she tried to eat me in the womb i'm definitely (laughs) like the gay runt she's the
0: gay she's
1: like the (laughs) honor student
0: it is um Funny how you can feel so different, but then sometimes you'll see yourself in your twi- like. I That's don't. That's so true. Yeah, and I like, mean, whoa. people.
1: Are like she's like my soulmate. You know, yeah. like I, we, we have the exact same sense of humor. She's honestly funnier than me, which is annoying. <laughs> um, you know, she has nothing to do with entertainment. But she's like way more engaging and a better storyteller and everything. Just because she d- is not like pushing it, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, I'm
0: sure that some of that. I mean, we always compare ourselves to obviously the per- the person we're closest with, right? But I'm I'm sure. There's a lot of that she would say about you in a similar way. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but that's so interesting. I mean, I could talk about twins all day. I won't because <laughs> <laughs> that's a very twin thing to do. Ah, I was in a is. twins club Simon's.
1: growing up, and what? there was many sets of twins. Yeah, in San Francisco. What's a twins club? My, I don't know. My mom and all these moms who had twins. They we hung out with like many sets of twins. It was kind of freaky deaky. Yeah. In do you like still talk to other twins you met in the twins club? Not one.
0: Okay, that seems like a thing you do, like a dog mom does. Like yeah like go to a corgi meet up like mm. when <laughs> yeah that's what it is it's, when you a, it's a, a, a novelty twin. act for sure it's just for the parents mostly yeah. like oh let's all use meet other parents of twins. yeah because i don't yeah i don't go about the world like i recognize when there's twins but i'm not like i i guess i don't like discri- discriminate against, against single birth i don't know what yeah you me are not either there. i don't discriminate you,
1: know I mean? you can be an only child for all only i child, care yeah, i'll yeah. still love you
0: yeah so it's funny to be like <laughs> <laughs> i must only hang out with twins yeah <laughs> interesting um well okay th- this is a segue for before i get into confession i like to ask my guests um because i started this podcast mostly because i sco- started going to therapy late in life and mm-hmm. then that plus comedy was like oh i love to talk about myself this is great mm-hmm. so um, i like to ask my guests like what's your experience with therapy do you go or do you have a confidant like wh- like who do you sort of talk to in your normal life outside of podcasts <laughs> when outside you, well, you know. of podcasts um i'm
1: a complete mute no um <laughs> i did just leave my therapist. It was a guy that I was using. It was an online thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Hot, hot story. I went to rehab in dis- uh-huh. in June, and after that, they, you know, want Imagine, you to get uh, into um, therapy. So um, you hadn't
0: ever done therapy before that?
1: No, I had No, no, oh, I well, hadn't. Okay. Um that's another confession I guess what queer person doesn't go to therapy Uh, but no so I tried it out with this guy but he literally like it was like a specific like queer friendly counselor but he literally would just talk shit about other people to me he was like oh my god I just got off the phone with this like porn addict and that he would like tell me about these other Oh no! I know these other clients and I was like I was like you are I'm sure talking about me but he just liked hearing about movies and about like work. He just he, wanted fun. Yeah, so I, I had to leave him. So I'm like in between. I don't think it should be a guy either. I was like matched with this guy and I just kind of went for it. Yeah, but I think I need like, like that a girl. Wasn't
0: a good therapist. I Yeah, I kind of got to a point where I just started with a new one that I matched online with that is um, sort of working. But I'm hearing overall, I feel like there is a trend now where it's like there's a lot of that matches out there because there's just been more of a yeah, demand and totally more people needing to fill that space which i get you know like without encouraging people to become therapists you're not going to have enough but a there, ton of the people i went
1: to rehab with were therapists yeah that were wow. burnt out and that had just heard too much and the demand yeah, got damn. so high during the pandemic that it was like yeah i mean a lot of them were therapists who like needed to get away um yeah and i'm on apple news my like news source unfortunately (laughs) yeah it's like the the myth of online therapy helping you know like i do i kind of think i need somebody in person to
0: like look at my body language and like tell me when i'm lying you know like it's not just i think now we're going beyond just the talk therapy being the thing i think that it's a good start if you've never done anything about reflection but now it's like you know there's meditation there's just, I mean, even, like, we're going back around to, like, sports are good. You know, like, for a while, it's, yeah. like, sports are repressive. And now yeah. we're, like, actually, some Get sports outside, are good. Right. Yeah, like, go do yeah. a little bit of activity.
1: And, <laughs> like, you know, there's other things, too, like ketamine treatment. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah, have been saying is really LSD, good. Mushrooms. Yeah. Um, EMDR. Have you ever done that? I did, I've done EMDR. Love EMDR. It did way
0: more for me in, like, yep. a few months than therapy. But mm-hmm. I, therapy me got me to be comfortable doing EMDRs. So I think it prepped me. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely... I love EMDR. That's what I would
1: get into, I think, again. Because mm-hmm. like, talk therapy, I'm just kind of like...
0: It's a start, but it's not the... Yeah. Like, if you're already doing rehab, I feel like you're on different levels. Of yeah. Like, like, therapy, talk therapy is like, if you have never asked for help at all, like, it's a good place to be like, start here. Yeah. But if you kind of know more specialized what you need, I don't think you need a start there. That's my hot take as a non-scientist. Yeah. <laughs> who knows yeah. i like astrology so take yeah, yeah same like, well, i like astrology will. too i consult
1: with the Channy mm-hmm. app and that tells me a lot of what i need and gives me a lot of journal prompts and things yes. that also i think journaling meditation journaling. i think a lot of the things that are also in you know and i do like other programs that we were talking about yeah. you know in sobriety that mm-hmm. i think are, it's also kind of like talk therapy yeah it's sharing it's, it's like you know being honest you know things like that that kind of our talk th- and it's free
0: i also have uh, big yeah. beef with how expensive therapy is it's true i during the pandemic i was trying to when i was in my like trying to crack the code of the universe phase the and i didn't spoiler alert
1: oh the, yeah you were very into the singularity <laughs> at one point i, remember I still being am like, into I it should but i should reach
0: I'm, out i've calmed down. <laughs> okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, don't want to get sucked in um no I mean (laughs) I'm still into it but I'm definitely like not it's like dormant (laughs) I'm trying to do more sane normal things yeah oh good um but if someone has the you know answer to time and wants to talk about it I'm happy to talk about it um no but I thought like about like sobriety programs it's really set up in a decentralized way Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like through many you know circumstances got to be that it's not like you know at one point maybe religion was evolved or whatever but I really love how it it's like no matter where you go there is this like holding together through the group and I think that that is the key to in the future there's going to be some more types of like mental health systems that's my my Essential- my prediction. Free, yeah wellness yeah. I think that
1: yeah I think it's getting to a point where that yeah
0: where it's li- like there needs to be checks and balances so I think it can't just be like, because otherwise you get cults, mm-hmm. like it becomes a cult. And I, I c-
1: love a cult though.
0: Yeah, a, a fun cult can be fun, but I think it needs, yeah, I think the reason that, um, Sobriety programs work so well because at the end of the day, it really is just for the person Mm -hmm. and no matter how, and they do teach that no matter how much you seek outside validation, but they also tell you to find a higher power. Yeah. So you have to have both. And I think that's the key is like, it can't be like, I, daddy, am your higher power. Right. Like it can't be that, but it also can't be like, you are powerless. So
1: yeah, there's no leader of AA and like, you know, Mm -hmm. whoever created it is long past. You're both
0: powerless and powerful like that if you could find out how to transfer that sort of teaching to like decentralized like sharing wellness where without judgment or trying to get secrets I don't know there's something I think there. the higher power for a lot
1: of those people could be like the singularity or the idea of yeah. cracking like the code or finding you know the alternate timelines yeah and stuff. I think there's like Can an inner light like there's it?
0: that's a belief too and I mean not who knows I don't like call it whatever you want at the end of the day if it's a higher power and it's all encompassing like who cares if it's inside outside upstairs right downstairs whatever <laughs> <laughs> in my butt in my head I don't know whatever in it's my in my
1: butt and in my head a, yeah
0: in my butt <laughs> in my head <laughs> okay we're gonna take a break there when we get back we'll get your confession welcome back Woo, so you can tell me anything Kristen Laffey is there anything you would like to tell me
1: i have a couple Uh, let me say a couple and then we can go on whatever you like okay i'm a filmmaker but i'm colorblind
0: Ooh. okay so so, you know i can't go to color passes
1: i guess that's kind of a secret (laughs) that i
0: or you may have a people because of the label of colorblind it's the absence of seeing certain colors but in reality you see the world differently which sometimes gives you an advantage
1: it does and it and it's good for certain color passes when i'm like a colorblind person can't see this you know like a lot of like ads i'm like this is a bad ad you know like a lot of people can't see this
0: and you can notice like sometimes we'll feel like oh this is slightly off but if i can see all the colors i might be like oh those are both red or whatever right but you can see more where it's like that doesn't look right yeah that's really interesting oh wait okay do you want should we talk about that or do you want to give me all yours yeah i'll give you a couple more okay um
1: the AI-generated images that everyone did that yeah. um, that had a lot of flack about stealing artists' images. Did you read about that? I
0: didn't, but I someone commented on something I posted, and I was like, okay, I'll look at this. I t- yeah, did.
1: my confession is I do not give a fuck about that. I love the images, okay, and I will continue to that. post them.
0: I w- that's a fun confession. Maybe <laughs> this will fold into colorblind. No, this is so topical, and I also want to talk about that. I don't know if I'm. I would say I don't care at all, but I definitely that's where I end up coming to same actions, but there's yeah. like more roundabout thinking for me. Yeah. Um, okay. I like that. Wait, can we, can you say it again though? So I don't, I can cut it as a, just in case. Okay. Cause I can't remember if I talked over your confession. Yeah. Those AI generated
1: images that everyone posted of themselves looking like yeah. a sexier version of themselves in space, or you could like miss with your gender. And a lot of people were like getting gender euphoria uh-huh. and whatever. I just looked incredible. I looked like a hot elf in uh-huh. all of them. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of flack about how they were like generating used using artists images and uh, yeah, it was art stealing. Art. I will still continue to post them. I like them. I paid $7 for them. Mm-hmm. And I think the woke mafia went a little too hard <laughs> on that because fuck this artists. Yeah. Well, well okay. I mean, they're new images. I yeah. understand there's like a moral conundrum about like, you know, you know, is I'm, it even I'm sort art? Of with you. I,
0: I do want to explore that thought more because I I'll say I haven't fully read all about it whether it's you can call it willful ignorance by the time this comes out I will have read it <laughs> it won't be fair and now that I'm like I, I'm acknowledging that I was willfully ignorant like people commented like this is bad I was like okay I'll look at it later and I didn't yeah but now I will but no I
1: read like half of <laughs> what somebody said and I was like yeah. you know I just got really tired and didn't <laughs> reading it either but yeah you know what I what about those artists are they tired The artists are tired, but you know what? AI is such an interesting thing that I think that
0: I don't think the two things are mutually exclusive. Yeah, and I don't think that
1: artist drew my face on it. You know, like it's it is a new work. I in the styling of another artist, but none of these artists are being they weren't being credited anywhere else, and they were not going to show up on my Instagram in any world without this ai i platform. think
0: i would have to read more to truly understand because like if it was something like hey this company paid artists 50 dollars to come in to sketch a bunch of shit and they didn't think was anything and then they took a bunch of, then i'll be like that's not fair because money was exchanged and right. you do know in that case that they weren't devaluing but if it was something like we train this ai to like look at these through images. Millions yeah. of images i think that's what it is i feel no offense to to the woke mob but um, I'm a little bit more on the side of the robots I truly am because I believe that if we're going to get to where we as humans say we want to get to which is a place where we're harmoniously living with robots and AI then we have to start treating robots and AI like people I know that sounds crazy but I'm just saying like we can't be like it's not fair that a robot artist made art and we like it better than human artists because it's like but you want to let robots help humans be better and you're not allowing humans to make robots better right that's that's not fair dude that's not fair dude. there's a new one that's like really good where you could like say write an essay I I use it to promote my short I I asked it to write some emails and write me a sonnet and it did a great job yeah and it gave me some good advice I was even I thought it'd be funny to ask like oh I also can I should I just ask people to comment on it should I ask them to subscribe is that too much Mm -hmm. and it actually had a good answer it was like you know friends are always happy to support you but you know you want to yeah. be cognizant of their time and i was like whoa okay fine yeah true 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 and true. that is sourced from all the like
1: general knowledge that this thing could pull so it's like great it decentralizes yeah. you know you can you can ask them to write you a sag contract you can yes. ask them to write you divorce papers you
0: should still proofread it because one thing i don't know people know this but i listen to a lot of podcasts about this um but it can be wrong and it's so convincing because we think it's a robot but it's scraping data and just like you can read a bunch of books and be think you know something right the robot is not trained on truth it's trained on the data, data. Yeah. yeah and so it doesn't mean it's always correct but I will say that to me is more of a sign that it's actually more human and that's yeah. why I <laughs> oh, truly yeah. I do think because it's like yeah. if the reason we're all mad about like these open AI things being smart and fast is we're afraid they're gonna make us irrelevant. Like I yeah. think humans have this innate fear that we're going to be obsolete. But then you go this robot might be wrong and then you're like so what's wrong with talking to it? We already
1: are fucking irrelevant. I mean, what the hell when I was in high school, I remember the teacher being like, "Well, you're not just going to have a calculator in your pocket all the time, so you have to learn this." Well, guess what? We that do teacher have That is
0: irrelevant, but you're not cuz you <laughs> are around and you've adapted. The- I I think that being of your time is okay. Like to say something stupid because you don't have information, but the future, I think
1: I guess
0: I do think that once the future arrives, you should let it in. Yeah, let the future in.
1: The future yeah. is now, and the future is also in the future. And I'm open to But it. it's actually not. The future is now. The future is always now. Yeah. Oh,
0: are we starting about the singularity? No, but uh, you can never. The past is also always now. It's just that now we all collectively remember. Yeah, right
1: before I go to sleep,
0: the past is right here. No, truly. Okay, I know it sounds like insane, and I promise we'll get back to your confession. (laughs) But when people think about stuff like, okay, like, wow, the 60s were so long ago, we didn't have internet. It's like, they were long ago from now, but in that time, everything about the world that is true, nature-wise, was still true. We may not have discovered it all or harnessed all its energy into certain things. But if that's true, that means we're not necessarily moving forward. We're just moving different, right? Like That's true. In 20 years, there could be a new invention that actually is better than something we made now or worse.
1: It could make things worse. It could. <laughs> yeah, it could. I think something that would be good is some type of thing where we could get off the phones, though. Like, literally, the best thing that happened to me in mm-hmm. rehab was having to get off the phone for like eight days. I was like, oh my God, I'm not even mentally ill. I'm just addicted to my phone. And there then is I like, something read this to that. book about. Um, about being addicted What's to the called? phone. What's it called? It's called Stolen Focus. You should definitely Ooh, read it. Stolen Focus. It. That's an
0: attention-grabbing title.
1: And it's, it's one of the only books I've read. Well, I read seven books when I was there, and how many okay. have I read since I've gotten out?
0: Goose. N- and that's okay.
1: But that's because I'm still
0: addicted to the phone. Well, okay. Okay, so here's where I'm going to, I'm slightly diff- differing from you about phones because the way you feel about The artists in this AI situation, I half feel, but my conclusion is the same, which is, like, we should still do AI art while taking into account what can we do to make this experience better for artists, not what can we do to stop doing AI art. But I also kind of think phones is is not the problem, to be honest. I think the use of phones does change our vibration in ways we don't
1: Mm -hmm. think about. Mm -hmm. Like, I sleep, like, with it. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. Like, it's, like like, phone and like
0: there is that vibration physically but also just when you're looking at a like when you walk into a movie there's you're kind of engaging for a ride right but when you're on your phone you're kind of switching the channel constantly yeah so your brain does switch waves and i do think sometimes it's helpful like i have adhd when i need a break i swipe through as like a palate yeah that's like a wish bucket same it's like an amazing
1: lobotomy yeah but i will say like (laughs) when 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 i when i went to treatment After eight days of not having my phone, they gave it back to me, and I was like, this isn't my phone. It's, like, (gasps) so um, light. And they were like, no, it's usually just heavy because of how long it's in your hand. Ah. And then I was, like, looking at the font. I was like, did it update, like, without me? And they were like, no, it's just not a font that you have seen in books in the past, like, week. And then or it you joined like a cult. Mar- no, yeah, kidding. it was like maraeing on the screen. Like my eyes were not used to any screen. So whoa. it really, did, like if you were to take a real digital break and go back, it would look different to you. Huh. Like it looked funky.
0: And I was like, whoa. So interesting. I'm so curious about this now because I do think a lot more about light and screens mm-hmm. as portals mm-hmm. and not like in a spooky way but more just like on a very basic way like when you're in an elevator every time the door opens portal but literally right but but it also figuratively because literal is figurative right like it's like when we think oh it's a portal through space and time but it's not really but it's like no you literally do get into an elevator it moves and when it opens you're in a different place and time and, and in space yeah and that is actually how portals work but the reason We don't think it's magical as we know how it works. And it's the same dimension. Yeah. Unless it's not. But if you were to find out how the next wave works of traveling, it would also not be magical. So I think we lose... You know what I mean? Like we Mm -hmm. lose this idea that um, impossible things happen once we figure it out. And I... I still don't know how a CD works. (laughs) So... Um, huh. yeah I don't really know how even a that <laughs> works but I know that it does work um, yeah so and I guess it's demystified
1: me. to me in a certain way I mean I don't even know how a record on a record player really how they figured that out that's incredible to me still
0: I do. that's the thing some of these old timey things get more and more amazing the less we know how they work Yeah, because they're actually so manual and so the AI thing to me is an example of that is a bridge I don't think the future is everybody's going to draw with AI already I know it's not because if it were and if that was it, we'd be doing it. Like, let's be honest, if yeah. that was the thing and that actually m- is what we wanted, we would already be drawing with AI, but people are fighting for artists because there's this resistance. And I think the resistance comes from us not wanting that world, but I don't think that world would ever exist because if it, if it was, the, w- we would do it. Yeah. Like, I think that we're going to be in a world where people are going to do both and some shitty artists may feel like they can't get away with as much. Mm-hmm. You know, people who draw shitty paint, paintings for hotels and sell them for thousands of dollars right that an ai could do i think those people will be out of jobs but those people are kind of scammers to be yeah honest. like if you yeah. don't have a
1: voice and uniqueness yeah like nice shell
0: yeah nice painting of a shell and then that's fine you know and i think we should let a robot do that because a robots gonna do some cool stuff with it yeah and sometimes they do weird funky things that humans wouldn't think of doing mine did I, okay actually i'm curious if yours did this because you're a twin too I, I used the MyHeritage one. I don't know which one. No, you used I it. didn't
1: oh. use I used. Um, Lenza?
0: Yeah. Okay. But mine did a. So I fed it photos of myself and mm-hmm. uh, none of my sister. And quite a few of them had ones where it's, they had two people. And they weren't Whoa. always. It wasn't like me and my sister. It was like a me and a weird me. Like there were some really weird ones. And then there were ones where it just looked like my sister.
1: That's so interesting. It's so weird. Yeah. I'm None curious if them, you had any that looked mine, like your sister. Mine looked, some of them looked like Tilda Swinton. Some of them looked like <laughs> a straight up elf. Like I okay. think me drawn in any way is very elven. I do see that in my normal like visage yeah. as well. I kind of have like a...
0: I think it's a, this is what I like about all of this. And I guess what I'm getting at in the art, art not being stolen is... It used to be artists make something from their mind and share it with us and hope, there is an invitation for connection, right? Cause mm-hmm. you want someone to see it and like it, but it takes a long time to connect. It's not like, or someone could commission it, but then the artist has no connection. But now what we're doing is we're going through things that people already like, cause it's scraped through like, you know, patterns. Mm-hmm. And things that you already like because you feed it pictures of yourself and that you like, yeah, you like, and how you generally present to the world. So I, you know, I try to do a vari- variety of like me kind of being goofy, looking normal because I n- I wanted to be accurate. But the reality is like once it exists as a picture, it's, I wasn't like I hate it, delete it. You know, yeah, it exists, yeah, yeah. it's out there. I feel that it represents me. Yeah, I don't know, I can never know for a fact if it really does. Right. you know, you can ask a friend, and they'll be like, yeah, but like, mm-hmm. but you get to choose that. And so now you're feeding it something you like. And you know there's going to be a connection, and so I think that's what's cool about this art is, people look to go to art for connections. But yeah, and
1: people really liked it. I think yeah. it's hard for people to get into fucking drawings these days, or like, you know, images. Like this NFT thing crashing, like it's because the what the hell were those paint, those images? They didn't. They were pictures oh, yeah. of bears and pictures of monkeys and pictures of random stuff.
0: That That's nobody had a
1: connection to. So funny. Lenza AI and these AI images are much better versions of how NFT should have gone because people had a say in what they looked like. It wasn't yeah. randomly assigned to you, and it wasn't thirteen thousand dollars. It was yeah. seven or whatever, eleven dollars.
0: And actually, a good artist like who. And look, I'm, I'm going to do more research on it, obviously. So I'm speaking from having Of course, not read we it. believe in crediting artists. I just think, you know. But I, to me, I, I will say, okay, this is a broader thing. That's why I'm like, I don't, I'm not speaking to the articles specifically. I'm speaking to the idea that there's any original art. Because I, when I think about comedy or anything, like you get good at comedy by watching a Other lot, people doing jokes, a lot, yeah. and not stealing. If you steal early, then you're just stealing. Uh-huh. But there's like a process that happens, which I think the AI does quicker, which is you learn the craft and technique of what was before you what makes it comedy right which is not real all of these labels are fake that we designed based on years and years of like us agreeing like that's comedy that's not and so once you kind of have a sense of that more than the average person because you watch it a lot or take it in a lot you then put your voice on trying to make it and it becomes original but i think that's all this robot is doing is it's taking it's just doing it faster it's doing it in a way where like in 50 years if a human made these, like, pieces, nobody would say they were stealing because they'd be like, wow, a human went back and looked at all the types of art throughout time and made, you know, like, we'd be yeah. like, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, so I think it's more intention that's missing. People don't understand the intention of AI, and I don't think the intention is to make and sell art. Yeah. It's to well. connect to the person on the other end, which capitalists, can't fathom and so that's why people are mad because I don't think art ever really artists didn't get into art to make money but we're told that's how you could be successful so I think that's a real problem
1: that's another thing like yeah I being in the film industry long enough I know that I'm not in it for the freaking money I mean if I didn't absolutely love doing it I wouldn't do it I have so many other valuable skills that I could do like my sister works at Spotify and makes more money than <laughs> the top streaming artists on Spotify because she sells their ad space.
0: You well, know. Let me ask you this because this is interesting. As a filmmaker, I feel like okay, I feel like I already know the answer, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. if you if you f- were able to program an algorithm to make movies in your style, would you also still make? Well, first two questions. One, would you do it? And two, would you? continue to make movies yourself. Would they be able to shoot live action? Let's say there's a, let's say like it, they could whatever storyboard or write exactly in your style. If it could
1: storyboard in my style, I would have them do that. Yeah. But then shooting it, I think because writing a script, shooting a script and editing a script er, or editing after you shot are three different projects essentially. And so, I mean, I wouldn't feel, would you work with it? Like, like, Or would 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 you do a hybrid version where you
0: see what they come up with and then edit it?
1: Yeah, I'm, like, not so precious about things like storyboards. Like, I'm precious about shooting everything that we need to shoot in the day. I'm precious about getting cool, you know, Mm. offbeat human moments. Like, I think the shooting would have to be human because it's like, oh, you know, like, I love rolling on rehearsals because, like, sometimes that's really the first time these people are saying it to each other and it's the best thing. Even if the camera kind of does something wonky, I'm like,
0: wait, that was by far the best performance we're going to get. Like so it's all the energy in the m- coming together that makes it happen, and I like your answer. My answer goes a little further. I would actually love to do that and watch a robot make movies in my style, because it's such an honor to be like, oh my style. Like, cause you kind of I know have what a style your style is. that now is repeatable yes. and yeah. I and then I would cool. also keep making movies, and I think people would watch them both. Mm-hmm. And some people, if that's someone's so like, interesting, we should do they watch uh, them like sister pieces. Like, can you imagine if somebody wouldn't be? Can you imagine if you were a fan of? like a filmmaker and then a, they invented a robot that could make that movie. Would you be like, well, I'm never going to watch that filmmaker's original stuff again. Now that I right. have this robot. Like yeah. No, that's not how
1: it happens. There's
0: still, you people might watch are still really enthralled by the neither. human element. Like there's, com- I'm arguing they're completely different things. Yeah. One may be inspired from, but I think that's what people are interested in seeing. Yeah. What it does from the source. And one is also inspired from, but like life. So we have a less, less, concrete palette of what that artist was inspired by but you do know it's all the patterns they've looked at in their life totally you there's no such thing as yeah original
1: work like anyway i mean everything is you know even i mean of course people are always trying to break form and things like that with new styles of filmmaking but like you know the feature is pretty much you know a three-act structure at this point a short Mm. is like a you know either a one-act or a really short, you know, three-act structure. I mean, there's, like, not... And some of the stuff on, uh, you know, on streamers that are now, like, anthology and are trying to break form, they just simply don't do as well.
0: Yeah. Yes. I think anyone who's trying to be so original that they're trying to be anti, that is a form of unoriginality because you're comparing... Well, as a twin, you should know, like... (laughs) No matter what you do, you're gonna have similarities because mm-hmm. everyone has similarities to humans. But you're gonna have a lot of similarities to your twin, and people are gonna compare you. Yep. If you spend your whole life trying to be very different, and some twins do that, in some ways, then you're so defined by wh- what they are. Yeah, absolutely. that's what you're not, and that actually li- very limits you to a very yeah. specific path. Like you that's can't so even true. be like, oh. Uh, you know, you have, you, can't, you have to be complete opposite. You can't be like, they skateboard and I snowboard. You'd be like, so I don't do any sport. You
1: know what I mean? Right, right. Like it, it becomes right. so Because anti. this
0: person's like this, I have to be like this. That's very
1: limiting in itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is a tool early in life when they go, stand next to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of you's got a little bit, di- one of you's a little yes. bigger. You know, one of you little gay looking you know <laughs> you know i mean i have this mullet which i think helps people distinguish us but i'm not i don't feel limited by it I'm, yeah. i don't have to keep it
0: it changes as you get older when i was younger it's always like little like i have a freckle on my nose and mm-hmm. that is how people would tell us apart and then it's like it's one freckle out of so many freckles but that became a very important freckle yeah and that's like you know that's the freckle i noticed and if i drew myself i would always ride that freckle um Aww. i'm sure i wouldn't get all the other freckles correct right but it's like it's right. all just framing right yeah I exactly hadn't noticed that mm-hmm. but if an ai compared us and point i might notice different something parts. Yeah, something yeah yeah that's so, so interesting so that's why i think other eyes including a eyes. <laughs> 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 sorry <laughs> um, okay, but I, I'm curious more because I think I kind of hijacked your conversation at, into what I would like AI to be. What is your future ideal like using AI? Because it, it sounds like you're open to the idea of technology and seeing what it does to art and the intersection of it. Is there something you would like to see happen from all of this AI? Well, I I like the idea of, like,
1: decentralizing knowledge, like being able to make a document or learn certain things without the university system Mm. and with i mean apparently there's like not apparently this is gonna sound bad but there's you know literacy and stuff is going down in our country and it's like crazy just having a way to have a fun engaging way to learn better you know reading the essays that ai would generate for you or like you know seeing how they would put together certain forms or documents could also be a great way for professionals in the field mm-hmm. of whatever document they're making to see you know the differences and if we could improve upon yeah. those s- systems you know because like you know a lot of the sag paperwork is really outdated like they consider gangster rap music a hazard and you have to like fill out like a hazard like form and What's, like you know it's like animals what do they water, define as gangster rap. Gangster rap music? Ra- i mean i don't know but if you think that you have it in your in your movie
0: it's just above it, your, your insurance volume, could potentially saying, go like, up v- Themes about violence. this is really interesting because I, I, I know I vaguely know what you mean when you say that because like as as a computer I have also lived <laughs> in the 20th century <laughs> and understand that there is bias and racism and so it's yeah. like generally speaking I, we know that this is a racist yeah, yeah. thing because no, no, it's no, not no, like it loud music uh, but now that you're saying that is, is this is where I think AI could help because it's like well what does gangster rap music mean is it and what is really a
1: hazard like yeah. on a set. You and know, like good, yeah. I, this new intimacy coordinator stuff, like that's great. I think any sex scene is a hazard. I think any nudity could be a hazard.
0: Anything is a hazard, but I think that what the hazards that humans find are based on pre existing wrongdoings and mistakes, which I don't think is always the smartest way. It's a good way to get rid of that same problem, but it's not a good way to find new problems. And an AI, I think, would analyze. Way more mistakes and go. What led to these mistakes being the ones that weren't stopped, right? Because it's like, i think i think one of the first
1: things they would come up with is the long working hours yeah and also driving home after 14 hours on a tv show or whatever like the real hazard happens a lot of the time after set like car accidents or like and i
0: think unequal pay structure to be honest like we're all supposed to make the same thing high quality including like everyone down to the pas who are very important and need Mm -hmm. to work just as hard or they're gonna get fired yeah i always say like what's a producer without a pa but and it's like a pa
1: you know, like yeah. you, without PA's, True, nothing yeah. can happen. You know, I mean, like it, it, you know. I think that yeah, PA's. Well, and ba- we like even down to so the the way
0: they treat background on set, because I know I, the commercial I just saw was like as bummed as I was. Like that, we were waiting around for so long. Mm-hmm. As like, and this is like after you book it, right? Then what, at the very end, we saw there was a whole nother room where they kept the background people and it's like they are a completely different world but they do that on purpose so they don't feel like they're missing out like for them this is exciting it's not it's not the job they want and they didn't even tell the background when they like cut scenes like that they're not you know mm-hmm. they tell us and they're very apologetic and that made me realize like oh it shouldn't be like this because w- we should respect everyone like as a producer i i would want everyone to feel respected and equally important Obviously, there's going to be pay differences based on your skill and level, but it shouldn't be so big that it feels like bullying when it does kind of. An oh, my God.
1: Even the difference between union and non-union background, yeah. union background, getting different food. Yeah. Than non-union background like that to me is always so creepy on commercials
0: like they almost use it to keep it's it's almost like a psychological thing because yeah. it's like if you know that you work hard you can one day be there you're yeah gonna like you're gonna get pop more. chips
1: instead of dorito or like whatever but it's still people know there's different lines yeah. for the people like and there's more you know more pay but you know i mean of course i believe in the union i we're both in the union yes
0: well the union uh, yeah i need we need that because without that we would be completely destroyed but it, it is a the way they treat non people is strange yeah. to me. Uh, it's, all, it's very strange the way it's set up where we're all supposed to be working on one thing, but there's this feeling that like, you're not important, or but you have to prove that you're important by mm-hmm. going above and beyond what you're expected to do and the reality is as a background actor if you
1: try to make yourself stand out that's the worst thing you could do as a background actor yeah. really you should be blending you into the background yeah. <laughs> so if the, you have yeah. to somehow stand out to get that's some of the worst background you should not ever, stand you know, out some I remember I shouldn't name drop this show but there's one show where a lot of the background were really like not being background yeah, you they, know, were they were like trying they were like, try trying, they were like in looking here. in the frame like camera oh, lens no. and like you know, burning the lens. And I was like, you know, these people really
0: wanted to like be on. This is where I think AI would come in so handy because if you could, <laughs> f- I'm not kidding. Okay, because background, no but background doesn't seem like a fun job, but they, the reason people do it is because they think it's a step towards something right. or maybe some people really do like it. But that being said, if they liked it, I think even if we had AI generated background, they were paying them so little that they could probably still do it if they yeah. wanted to. Like we're not, nothing, nobody would lose if we did like AI background because honestly to me that doesn't mean like i don't see a world where that means we would take away lead roles but that does mean more pay for everyone who's actually there yeah and also more respect for actors doing their thing instead of like you're just a body yeah i just need your shoulder puppetry right if you literally had ai generated background that could be really cool that's a cool hybrid of
1: like i just did like crowd tiling like where we had six people um pretend to be an entire audience so we doubled them and tripled them and made them change their outfits and stuff but so that was like partial you know it's more vfx than ai but yeah i mean i think that saved you know 80 people from being treated horribly and uh, like just six people were
0: treated pretty okay i think ai background i honestly i'm like come get it hello sharks come get because literally i'm like i would do like yeah I mean, like this is where I feel like talking to you, having a different opinion about AI art can help find a new synapse. Because like, honestly, before I was like, AI is cool, art's cool, and those two things are separate, and I'll listen to whoever wants to complain, but I don't really think they're the same. But now yeah, I'm, I'm like. not
1: like super, you know, pro or against any of it. I just thought, like, you know, there's so much shit going on in the world. Getting no, you, mad
0: that people did the AI
1: thing was like, I was like, this is too much. Like, I know I only hang out with queer people, but you guys <sighs> are like annoying me. I
0: think when people are mad, they're trying to say something else. They're just, their needs aren't getting met, and their need isn't to not have AI. Right. Their need is to be paid for their work. And right. it's like, that can't, that, they should be paid for their yes, work. Yes,
1: I completely believe in that. If you were making and credit. A lo- I believe
0: in credit, but I, it's like, It's not even great. If you were making a healthy living doing all the art you wanted and you didn't need any more and you get to do everything you want, and then somebody scraped a bunch of filmmakers' work, including yours, where you could see, oh, that's my style, but you were still getting paid for all the stuff you did, would you care?
1: No, I wouldn't care
0: because so it's not about i don't think it's really yeah about i mean stealing. there's so
1: many people living like in abject poverty that we hang out with that we wouldn't even know are you know yeah um
0: especially like it's two different problems i think technology can open new doors and ways of thinking and i think that we should also be paying people for their work and i think technology is now making it hard for us to still believe that the merit of a good artist is their ability to sell art because i think we always kind of know that's not true and it's been really tested yeah some of the most famous artists never sold
1: work in their lifetime they had to wait till they were dead so i mean yeah finding a way to well i you know i i still think universal basic income is in the near future because so many jobs are going to be lost to ai yeah and so many jobs are just nonsensical anyway now like so many of my friends with office jobs are like yeah i work like monday and I, like, pretend to click on my computer Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> then I kind of catch up with some stuff on Thursday. And then Friday, catering comes to the office. And sometimes a live band. Like, they don't really work, you know? Yeah. And to pretend to work, to m- make the 40-hour structure, like, work for the office is just, it's weird. Like, just work it those is. two days and get paid for the five, whatever. It's clearly in the budget for the
0: company. Why do you have to pretend to click mm-hmm. around? Especially with remote work. You know, they were. They yeah. And you would work harder when you're in there. Imagine if back in the farming days, I mean, this is why uh, we still farm, okay, but back when everyone was a farmer. You guys remember farming? But imagine if they were like, oh, yeah, there's nothing to do but go out there and walk around the crops. Yeah, just pretend like you're doing something. Why? No, No. just we're going to wait for the sun to come out. And I love (laughs) that. I don't know if universal basic income is necessarily, for me, like the solution, but what I like about it is it opens a new way of thinking because the sun shines upon all poor rich whatever hungry or f- full and to me like that's the first currency right like n- natural resources mm-hmm. and we do sort of limit that now right with like buildings and mountains we, we're trying to like make some places easier to live mm-hmm. with money but you still can't be like no son for you yeah. and so there is an element of well i guess if you like kidnap someone but there's an element of like that is a <laughs> universal basic income model that fucking works that's true too <laughs> This is really like, this conversation has just opened up so many new thoughts in my mind that I'm trying to limit myself from going down too many rabbit holes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are the queen of a rabbit hole. I I did Uh, love your musings on the singularity when I was at home during the pandemic. Not like the pandemic's
0: over either. Yeah, we've just shifted. Well, now we're just in a different world where it exists. And it's sort of like, yeah, once fire was around and fire was destructive, but now there's it still is destructive but also different uses so I do think like I don't know if this makes sense but like I'm not saying COVID is going to be like useful necessarily but I think that we're just in a world where it exists and yeah and it did all the bad things but it's also not only that anymore because now we've kind of grown around it
1: yeah yeah we've adapted and like you know the speed of medicine creating vaccines and things like that and using mrna as a vaccine strategy for other illnesses i think we came really far in medicine and when with without something
0: like this that wouldn't have happened um i'm gonna sum up all my thoughts into one question so that i won't keep asking you questions about ai based on your confession Ooh, and this, oh, okay, okay, I have two questions, because one combines your first, okay, first question. (laughs) Because you mentioned you're Mm colorblind. Okay, would you ever create an AI that thought like you but wasn't colorblind just to see what it does? I wouldn't know what it does, because I wouldn't be able to see it. I see. That makes sense. No, wait, okay, I'm trying to say if if there's a way to create a a using AI to, hmm, you're right. Okay, you know what? This is interesting because I was trying to be like, AIs can fix everything, but they can't. And to me, I'm like, that's a proof that nothing's broken because it's like actually the fact that you see the world that way, you're not going to think that that's different than others. And there's probably so many other different things you see, but we don't call it anything, mm-hmm. right? L- because we're not conditioned to be like, oh, you're not seeing the same color I am. Right. But, but maybe you use, hear a certain note more than others and that right. affects your art. And I think that's what doing art is. But I I don't know. I think it's really interesting that we think that a robot would take any of that away because it can only highlight who we are yeah. by showing us patterns over and over. It yeah. can't really erase who we are. It, It can only show us more truth and not take away any truths I think yeah and
1: like human element in art you'll always be able to tell like you'll always be able to see like little quirks and little like human error I I think AI will never be able to take that away Mm. I'm not like
0: too concerned about that I think an AI can do it because it's taking what it understands but I don't think that's a problem I think if anything it would just evolve all of us to go in a different direction we've not even thought of before I would love to see an AI do an impression of me.
1: Like take me talking and do do an impression so I could see like what people thought of, like I usually will be like, can you do an impression of me? You know? And then it's really interesting to see what people think of what my movements and my speaking is like, you know, like when my partner does an impression of me, I'm like, Oh, that is not me at all. And people are like,
0: that's you, you know? So funny, but they can. And I think they can do it well enough where we would like it. Yeah, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I think that's the next lens of AI that I should create is, is AI doing an impression of you because people, you know, Im, it, there's an element of celebrity to it. If somebody can do yeah. an impression
0: of you, you you have a distinct style, you know, can you do an impression of yourself is a real question. Like, are you self-aware enough to be like, I am doing me? That means, you know, every piece of you. Versus right.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Like, there
0: are certain things that I say or do that I don't even realize I'm doing same i think when i'm conscious of it i think i i think i know part of who i am because that's the part that like usually when i'm talking on stage or being perceived and then there are times when i don't know i'm being perceived Mm -hmm. even by myself (laughs) you know what i mean but i'm sure it's it's happening Uh right uh and um i i think there are some blind spots i still won't ever know until it's shown back to me you know and then that would be really interesting because it's like then you have a choice of like if you really hate it, there's probably something to explore there, but if you like it, then you're like, oh cool, that's a piece I didn't know, and you can only like it more. But the cool thing is, if you don't like it, you can easily change that. So change there's who really you are. no losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. change who you are, yeah. but like, let's say, like,
1: yeah, like you see someone little tick or something that you realize you have. You're like, I well, is not even that more that like bad stage? bad
0: behavior, like oh, uh, I, I deflect or I criticize. Yeah, and or I don't or notice I, do when I, I shouldn't or whatever, right? and then or if I'm, I'm constantly like vaping like
1: I'm sure throughout <laughs> this I'm just gonna be like vaping out. you should count how many times it is like a hundred but if you saw
0: it and you really didn't like it you'd be like oh I'm gonna you would just do it differently but if you're like oh it's okay like I look like that or whatever like yeah. I kind of like that or like you know or I'm neutral about it right but maybe oh I think people might not like it that's your choice then it's fine but you know like I definitely listen to my own podcast recognize that I interrupt a lot I, I probably still do it but <laughs> I
1: interrupt a lot in <laughs> conversation as well. I used two more back when I was on drugs, mm. um, but yeah, I I my whole family interrupts each other like crazy and doesn't think yeah. anything of it. But my partner is like, did you, did you notice that that they cut you off or did you? Know? I'm like, no, I didn't notice at all. Yeah. You know,
0: it's like that's something that because you're used to it.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it's like rude.
0: It's not. I mean, there's it's all subjective.
1: Totally.
0: Um, okay, my final question is: Would you ever, if like after you, because the human thing is that we pass on and we're it's ephemeral, and that's what's cool about it. Like you might die, but I will live forever. Yeah. Well, well, s- if you could create AI to keep doing your work past your human death, mm-hmm. would you do it? Like you would then not exist in the same place and understand or be able to watch it or f- control it. That's an interesting question. And I would say no, because
1: in the same way that I want boomers to pack it up and stop being in positions Mm -hmm. of power, I think as you age, you should allow the next Mm -hmm. generation to take over and be the voice of culture. Um, So, you know, even probably before my death, I'll pack it up and start listening to what younger people have to say, because at that point. You sh- should trust the people who came after you. Yeah. Like I know, I make fun of kids who are born after nine eleven, but they are like a lot smarter than us. They really are.
0: Well, they yeah. Well, they have everything. If we continue to give them free knowledge from what we learned, then they can only continue getting better. Sometimes people are like, "Don't tell the kids. They need to go through the trauma we did." And it's like, no, "Why? I know. No, let's tell I, them about I it." I totally.
1: Yeah. Like, I think you know. If I ever became a parent, I would like. Just give them everything. Tell them everything everything that I did. Not lie. Like when I found out that my parents like did some of the stuff that I did, I was like shocked. I was like, why didn't you tell me that? You know, until I'm like way too far deep. Like you should have said, you know, I did this. This, you know, was bad. You know, the only my parents were pretty upfront with me about sex, though. My mom was like, anyone you have sex with in high school, you'll regret it. Like (laughs) she's like, I had sex in high school and I regret it, you know. And so I never did because I trusted her. Yeah. And I'm grateful that I did that because now I can walk around my hometown without running <coughs> into someone random that that's I had funny. sex with when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, just know? wait for the you know Thanksgiving couple years after college, come back. Yeah, and then have sex high school. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, that's so funny because it you're, what you're saying is like just kind of goes back to sharing information because it doesn't mean it's always right right like the ai might be wrong but it's like why not let your parents share their information that's their truth to you you can do with it what you will yeah like you're it doesn't mean it's the only truth but it is their truth if they tell the truth it's their truth and that's still valuable to know somebody else's truth and you know you can disagree with it or whatever but i don't think that i think if parents are honest about what they think is best for you with the caveat that they know it might not be what you think is best for you but if they're honest about it i think that can only lead to positive growth because you're just getting more information
1: i think yeah just parents being honest with their kids about what they Mm. did and and why they have the feelings they have will create a lot less like you know rebellion or or animosity between parent and child like one of my friends was raised really loose by their parents and they never had like a crazy fit and they're doing really yeah. well, you know, cause their parents yeah. let them do whatever. And they were like, cause you know, we did this, but then we, you know, straightened out, but you know, yeah. it was a hard road, you know, and whenever you hear that, you know, something like, really yeah. bad, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do, do that. that. Yeah.
0: It is, it, it is hard because everybody is different. Every kid and every parent's different. But I agree that the closer you are to being open and honest, the better off you'll be. Like, it's wild to me that b- way back in the day, like th- like just the idea, like that, you know, men could rape these women who and they wouldn't tell. Them. I mean, like yeah. that's such a like, oh my god! Every mom who would be like, be careful, like don't let a man touch your skirt, or mm-hmm. and then they'd be like, why? Right. It's like just tell her, just tell yeah. her, because they they all were like, well, we went through a traumatic thing in order to justify that. I have to believe that you'll just come to know on your own terms. It's like. Or you you could just say, this is what happens. And also some men would probably be like, oh, yeah, we didn't like that either. Like, we Mm would have gone to the place a lot sooner where everyone had agency over their choices. Because I do think, like, unfortunately, a lot of boys grew up thinking that they had no choice but to be toxic, too, because Mm -hmm. of the way we kept things secret. And so they felt like, oh, I don't feel like I want to do that, but that means something's wrong with me. It, It backfires, right? So, I don't know. Tell people, I mean, you like age appropriate things. Don't be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was in the war to like your child. But
1: I mean, I had the full blown how does sex happen talk when I was in second grade mm-hmm. because I asked my parents always said, you know, like um, whenever you're able to fully ask the question, yeah. you know, and, and my parents also said, you know, if you can't talk about something, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You know, like fair. I remember I thought the word finger was really gross it as a sex gross. thing. And I like was like you know but it's gross I and that's why <laughs> i like it no <laughs> <laughs> yeah same uh no i kind of like jeered at it you know in high mm-hmm. school and my parents were like well if you can't even talk about what your friends are doing you definitely shouldn't be doing it you know and i'm like you mm-hmm. know that, that's kind of a good rule of thought
0: yeah I, that's smart if a kid can if you can ask the questions and you have someone else has the answers and there's no reason because you're going to get the answer
1: from someone. Yeah. If it's your, you know, yeah, friend, sister, Amanda, or questions. your parents, it should probably
0: be your parents. You should never give a genuine question the wrong answer as a parent because they literally trust you. You could you could tell them the truth, which is like, I don't feel comfortable telling you this right now. That's mm-hmm. fine because they know there's an answer. Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, there's an answer. I know it. You know, and th- th- that's at least true. But if you answer a genuine question, a child who trusts you is asking you with a lie, that is so hard to get back that trust like there's yeah. different playing right santa claus is fun if everyone in the oh, sorry if anyone i'm <laughs> but if I, you know if, if anyone um asks genuinely but they're asking because they want the magic to be real then you can answer in a way that's like not a lie you don't yeah. be like i've seen santa claus i know because yeah. that's like i would still say that's going too far but if you're like santa claus came for me when i was a child uh-huh. santa claus is coming for you i love you know i love believing santa claus i think it's great you do yeah and i don't know if santa claus is real or not but i think it's fun to believe like that's to my truth because yeah. like even i'm like i can't definitively say Santa's santa to real. this day i say i'm excited for santa Yeah, to come. that's the thing and i never got my thing ruined even though now i'm like even if i'm the one putting the presents on their tree i can still be like santa could still be real yeah is santa is my kid asking are you putting christmas presents under the tree no is she's asking are y- is Santa real and I was like I think so Santa could be real Santa could be real it's just I am buying the presents but <laughs> yeah but <laughs> Santa could
1: have been retired Santa could be doing his own thing yeah. Santa or could her. be
0: yeah are they
1: <laughs> hot take Santa is legit pan non-binary Santa is twins
0: <laughs> <laughs> whoa okay this is a perfect segue to the game we're gonna end on a game okay okay it's a Woo! game about twins all right called riddle riddle okay great <laughs> you know like sister sister twins tw- you know right. I watch that show so much um so you know as a twin twins can be deceiving one moment you're talking to an individual unique human or so you think the next you're not sure if you can ev- even say hi to someone you know unless they're actually just a twin of someone you kind of know and then you're gonna get embarrassed I don't know if that's ever happened to you or someone's like I saw you you didn't say hi to me that was really rude before we do the game can I give you an anecdote yeah
1: Okay, so I graduated from NYU mm-hmm. early, a semester early. So okay. I w- my sister was still at USC finishing her last semester. Uh-huh. She's straight, I'm gay. She was in a sorority and I was not. Okay. I didn't even go I'm to gay the school, and was a story, I w- but that's yeah. okay. I'm oh, to NYU though. It's well, so not a real, cool, not a real cool. sorority at all,
0: but yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but like people would see my twin out at like parties the night before and then the next morning would see me at this pancake and coffee place ah. like hooking up with and they would come up to me and be like, "Oh my god," you know, like Uh thinking that like my sister was closeted or whatever. Didn't know she had a twin, and I would roll with it. I would be like, "Just don't tell anyone, okay?"
0: Like a
1: lot of people at USC probably thought my sister had a double
0: eye. Oh my god, because we did look a lot more similar. You must have looked alike enough. Yeah, that's hilarious. I also my sister went to UCLA and I went to NYU, and I also went to visit her and would walk around campus and get very scared that people would think so i just i try not to make eye contact but if someone looked too hard i'd look at them and yeah. then i'd wave but sometimes it wasn't present. <laughs> person she knew <laughs> it's very weird yeah. so yeah um okay that is hilarious we, if you're a twin let us know your story um but anyways as a fellow queer twin you know the world may see twins together while we see the world as a big anomaly of single birthers mm-hmm. so this is just a game to test your knowledge of twins because okay you know most people aren't paying attention to twins as much as I think we are yeah I'm um, gonna read kind of a riddle slash information about me. about a, a famous pair of twins they could be facts or fiction I mean they could be fictional or they could be real but they're generally people you know okay. and then you try to guess who they are okay here's the first riddle we both like to hunt she's awake while we sleep I'm the golden child my sister's shine is less deep. the Which sun and the moon Yes Or otherwise known as Apollo Oh, oh, and um, But you got that so fast uh, You get that point Apollo and Artemis Artemis Yeah, they were twins Uh, Um, Okay Okay, here's one. Look at me, getting riddles. Yeah, you got that right away. Very, very gay. Um, <laughs> I have a great relationship with the moon. Uh-huh, same. She was my ex, so, you know, <laughs> she helps me move in. Um, <laughs> 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 one twin went to space and one twin... Oh, wait, I went... Sorry, I should say it was my I. I went to space at my brother Juana's Senate race. Who are we? Oh, um...
1: The only people that I know went to space recently That are twins Yeah Oh my god Senator twin
0: Maybe you don't know this one Okay No tell me In the recent Senate race um, Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona Oh And his brother Twin brother Scott Kelly Scott Kelly Mm -hmm. Yeah not Chris Kelly from SNL Um, Scott and Mark Kelly They were astronauts Scott actually went into orbit Uh As an experiment While Mark stayed on Earth and now I'm senator. Wow. So it looks like space does nothing. No, I'm just
1: um, Wow, that's crazy. That you can't even be like, wow, which one is more accomplished? It's like crazy. Yeah, like one's an astronaut. Together. Oh, what do your kids do? One's an astronaut and one's a senator. Yeah. It's like, oh, my kids make candles. <laughs> um, that's incredible. Yeah,
0: I love it. Okay, Go off, Kelly Twins. Here's the next. I look like my brother and my brother looks like me. We opened a joke shop that only one of us will live long enough to see. <laughs> got a little dark <laughs> at the a, end. It's fictional. From an author oh, we oh, don't oh, like oh, anymore. I know, I know who it is, I know who it is. Okay. It's the Weasley brothers. Yes. From, from. Fred uh, and from George uh, Weasley. Written by she who, not, who will not be named, but, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, we yeah, still yeah. like the characters, Fred and George Weasley. Yeah, the actors. My brothers.
1: You're, oh, yes, there you go, there you go <laughs> My mom almost named my sister and I Alexandra and Veronica And would ca- and we're gonna call us Alex and Ronnie So Alex there was a very Ronnie. high chance That I was gonna be Ronnie Ro- Ronnie, Fred and, wait Fred like and Ron George, Weasley. Ron Weasley Yes, Ronnie is
0: a cute, I like that name I know, right, mm, Veronica, Veronica to Ronnie Veronica. Excuse me, my mom was like She-thang me pre-birth <laughs> There was that song by the Veronicas Wasn't it, that I liked that it wasn't their band name that they one hit wonder that's uh yeah um no 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 wait
1: um you go ooh ooh you go ah ah nah 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 you can take 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 I feel so untouched
0: and I hate you so much and I not um yeah not the other Christmas music all right okay uh there's two wait two the Veronica's were twins I don't know. I don't think so. I just heard Veronica. I think they
1: were, uh, they're, Aust- I think I
0: Googled this. They're Australian.
1: Uh huh. And they're either twins or sisters, and th- neither of them is named Veronica. Yeah, that'd
0: be wild if they were twins both named Veronica. I'd be like, what's wrong that'd with That'd be your wild. <laughs> um, okay. I feel like you'll get this one. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Probably my favorite pair of twins. We're usually pale, but we've been Tanner. you know us well if you remember the scanner. We've danced and sang Tanner? from. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know like well that's just a rhyme with Tanner but we've danced and sang from Paris to Rome now that we're grown please leave us alone. Oh the Olsen twins. Yep. Yeah. Cuz you remember scanners? They were like printer scanners. <laughs> now we don't need them anymore.
1: <laughs> that's I right. I use scanners
0: to scan my photos onto <laughs> put them on the internet.
1: Stunning. Yeah, now I have my phone for that. I eye- I scanner is great.
0: Okay, this final yeah. round is gonna be a um, fire round, so I'm gonna name one one name and see if you can name the other twin. Okay. okay. Just real quick. Okay. Tia. Tamara. Dylan and Cole. Osiris and Isis. Romulus and Remus. Jenna and Jenna. <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> Bush, Bush? <laughs> they're twins. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, that's great. You
1: win. Okay, I really messed up on all the Greek gods. I'm sorry, okay. my clear, I gotta take reverse. Osiris oh, so is Egyptian, card. but uh, okay, great. Yeah, that's
0: one that I, I don't hear talked about as much, but comes up a lot in mythology. Um, like w- when there's a lot of references to them, but I feel like maybe Isis now is not commonly said out, <laughs> out of the news. Right. Um, your prize, Kristen, as you could tell our listeners. Where to find you, follow you, watch your things, plug your pluggables.
1: Um, Cool. I am uh, at Tilda Can You Hear Me on Instagram. I do not have a Twitter. I never have had one. Um, You can also look me up on Google. You can probably find my AI images also on the internet. Um, feel free to d- make your own AI images of me <laughs> and send them to me. I would actually love that on any of the generators. Um and be sure to not credit the no, just kidding. Um, what else? Um you can uh you can stalk me, you can uh follow watch me Pasadena. around. Yeah, you should watch on no Pasadena Budge. on no Budge. I play we Jess, play Hannah's girlfriend. Girlfriends in it, and we kiss in it um we shot
0: that the day we went into we lockdown. shot that
1: up into the day <laughs> that, that lockdown terrible. happened I'm probably gonna cut that out but <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, was <And> so <laughs> I was so mad and you were I was sick ill yeah 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 I think I was like feeling a little sick and I was like I'm a lot sick and yeah like, but
1: we did cut like one yeah. big kiss scene I think because of that and, and I still did, haven't had COVID what yet. Ha-
0: what if we got COVID? I don't know. It wouldn't have well, been Well, you
1: it. you were like, okay, it wasn't COVID, but yeah. then you were like, well, I did get like it was scary. A to lot me of symptoms of COVID. Know. Didn't you get like COVID toe? What's COVID toe? Didn't you say you had a weird nerve pain in your toes oh, or
0: something? That's probably true.
1: That was COVID so toe. Ago. You died COVID toe. <laughs> I remember being like, it was COVID. Wow. <sighs> I mean, my eye twitched. I, I had a lot of weird <laughs> nerves. I think you had um, psychosomatic injuries <sighs> yeah. from the pandemic, as did I. I mean, what the hell? I went yeah. to rehab.
0: Watch Pasadena. Um, don't get COVID. <laughs> yeah, watch Pasadena. Wash
1: your hands. Uh-huh. Um, be sure to follow this
0: podcast on, oh, on anything. Anything at. It's called, it's at realfatherlonglegs on Instagram. I've been Teresa Lee. Thank you guys so much.